Hi everyone and welcome back to my channel, No Limits with e Novaturant. And today we are going to be discussing the limitations and the ways in which we can limit ourselves um, by labels. So the the title of this recording, this podcast episode is, Can I Call Myself a Writer Without Any Words? I'll never forget the feeling I felt as the help agent told me my computer crashed. It was freshman year of college, and I had just finished my seven-page paper for my English final. It was perfect. You know that place where you put the last period and you can feel that this is the best it will ever be? That's where I was. I saved my paper and went to email it to myself to print it on the computer lab downstairs. Suddenly my screen went blank. I couldn't turn the laptop back on. I plugged the charger in, nothing. I started to panic. I eventually found the user's manual that came with my brand new laptop that had been purchased the year before. I contacted the help desk. I contacted the help desk and the agent walked me through some steps. Nothing was working. As he told me, it seems that the computer crashed. There's nothing more we can do. I felt a lump in my throat. I hung up the phone and immediately called my mom in tears. She was able to calm me down and I went downstairs to email my teacher who was a grad student. She was incredibly gracious and gave me an extension to finish my paper. I thankfully wasn't starting from scratch as she had already reviewed our rough drafts. At that moment, I vowed that my next laptop would be a Mac. Fast forward eight years later and my laptop had crashed again. And I was ready to purchase my first MacBook. I loved that laptop. I discovered my love of writing on that laptop and started several books on that laptop. Until one day I went to turn it on and it wouldn't work. I took it to the repair shop and they told me they could try and extract the data, but it was gone. I stood there, 14 years older, and found myself again on the phone with my mom who offered to help me pay for a brand new laptop. I left the store with my new rose gold MacBook Air. I tried to get the data from my old laptop, but it is gone forever. I've lost at least five books and countless poems that I had been working on. And not only did I lose my work, but I lost the courage that I had built up with my writing. It's taken me over seven months to essentially get back into writing again after my laptop died. I realize now that I need to mourn the work that I've lost. In those pages where my ideas, characters I had built, stories that were still being written, parts of me that I had yet to explore. I discovered that I love to write poetry on that laptop. I feel as though a death has occurred. And you might think that it's a bit dramatic, but the words I wrote, I will never get back. Unfortunately, I had not saved my work to the iCloud or to an external hard drive, even after my experience in college. 
some pieces I had submitted to different publications, so I had some things to start with, but I'm essentially starting from scratch. I don't know if I will ever go back to the pieces that I lost, but this experience has taught me some very important lessons. Save your work. I now have my files automatically synced to my iCloud files and have an external hard drive that I use. Machines are, they are still machines and everything breaks down. It's okay to not know what to do next. It took me five months to take my laptop in to be repaired. Sorry, I'm having some technical difficulties here. This was because I needed to save the money and also I needed time to process what had happened and to be okay with the idea that I might never get my work back. Number three, starting over isn't always a bad thing. Am I happy that I've lost my work? No, I was halfway through writing one book and there is one poem that I'm truly sorry was lost. But sometimes what's necessary is a new beginning. I've now drilled down on the books that I want to focus and finish writing by the end of this year. And my aunt bought me a book of poetry prompts that I am working through. I'm not sure what that I would have had the same level of focus if my work hadn't been lost. Number four. I'm still a writer even if I don't write. I'm trying to get back into the habit of writing every day, but even if I don't write for six months, I'm still a writer. I'm still a writer with a book that has 4,500 words as I was with a book that had 37,000 words. I think we assume to be something, it must be grand or we must be successful by the world's viewpoint, but that's not true. You are who you are, even if you're the only one who knows it. I don't know what the future holds for my writing, but I do know that I enjoy it. It provides me a creative outlet as well as an outlet for my emotions. It grounds me. I hope we are all able to find something that gives us joy. We all deserve it. This experience with losing my work and my laptop crashing again has definitely given me newfound respect for technology um, and definitely the myth that, you know, Macs don't crash is not true. All things crash, including people. So it really made me realize that Sometimes we put such an emphasis on what is created and produced as without understanding the full process. So even when I'm not writing, I'm often still thinking about things that I want to write. I'm outlining, I'm jotting down ideas on my phone. Um, I have notebooks filled with different ideas. So there might not always be actual words written on a page or a screen, but I'm always thinking about my craft. And I think sometimes, especially for someone who is a creative, we put so much pressure and emphasis on creating without giving ourselves the time and the grace to realize that 
essentially we're always creating even if we're resting we're creating because the creative process takes such a long time and it has so many different steps to it that it's okay if you're not constantly putting out material in this world that we live in where you know the algorithm for social media puts you to the back burner if you're not constantly crack cranking out something that everyone can see that's how we gauge productivity without understanding that rest is productivity you know um sitting in a coffee shop and looking at people interact and people watching can be productivity because it's giving you ideas it's giving you storylines it's giving you plots it's giving you characters it's not just the actual in my example pen to paper and yes obviously i do need to put pen to paper but there's so much more than that and i just hope that we remember being productive and constantly being in a state of producing something is not sustainable. It's not what we were meant to do. Rest is productive. Relaxation is productive. Taking a step back is productive. So I I urge us all to think about the way we label ourselves, the words that we say over our lives. And I hope that you find something that truly gives you joy. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Um, stay safe.